from MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, a home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. On today's show, we're going to talk about choosing the right path for your home improvement project. When do you need a contractor? When do you need a repairman or woman? When can you pull up a video on YouTube and DIY the problem yourself? We'll give you tips and advice about choosing the right path for your project, as well as answering any questions about home improvement projects that you're working on right now. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. On today's show, we're going to talk about choosing the right path for your home improvement project. When do you need a contractor, one of these guys to come out and check you out? When do you need a repair man or woman, just, you know, kind of a handy person? And when can you pull up a video on YouTube and DIY the problem yourself? We'll give you the tips and advice about choosing the right path for your project, as well as answer any questions about your home improvement projects you're working on. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you fellas doing this morning? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yes, another good day. <laughs> on top of ground, yes. <laughs> on top of ground, there you go. On top, there you go. Well, what are you fellas working on this week? I've got a house uh, that we're punching out. Uh, so what is hope- punching out? Well, um, <laughs> because we just assumed you were hitting this house. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, I call it punching out when we're getting down to the to the. We're almost ready to turn the keys over. Oh, okay. You know, okay. so we're installing our our final light fixtures. Right. We're doing our trim out on our plumbing. We're setting our appliances. Right. Uh, doing okay. all of our touch up paint. All right. So the major construction is over. Major is over. So now it's, uh, you know, putting the the pretty makeup on it and right, uh, putting more pine straw in the flower beds <laughs> right. and you know making it gotcha. making it a show place. There you go, Dell. What you working on? Well, we are now uh, launching our new division of um, smart home technology, where we uh, provide uh, smart home technology for homes and businesses at affordable price. Um, Anyone can have Hey, man, don't you be advertising on my radio station. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> this is just something I'm proud of, man. You know, the gadget head, I'm an everyday tech now. Okay. And, and the guys uh, next door, yeah. Along with our uh, many other uh, projects, we're still doing roofing and uh, carpenter work and right. so many other chores around. But what? this is just something I'm excited about. Well, there you go. We, uh, If you look at the uh, MPB's Fix It 101 Facebook, you'll see my project from this past weekend. Um, and I, I mentioned that it was uh, on, on on the Facebook post. I, I I might have told a little fib on the Facebook post, so you got to go look at it. Now, okay, okay, got you. The fib was that it was a flea market flip. That's okay. what I called it. 
In other words, insinuating that I picked it up at the flea market, took it home, and flipped it. It's not quite true. <laughs> the, the The real truth is that it might have been on the side of the road. Oh, uh, wow. But I saw right. it. I was like, there's <clears throat> nothing wrong with that, man. I can fix that. Trick. Side of the road flip. Love that. It is. And I picked it up and took it home and polished it. Uh, painted it, you know, made a new shelf for it, all this other stuff. It looks great now. But anyway, uh, I've got a before and after picture there on, on MPB's Fix It 101 Facebook page. Can't so wait to see it. Check that out. Also, of course, you can get the podcast. Go ahead and subscribe for that. iTunes, any other way you get your podcasts, you can get Fix It 101 right on your device. All right, folks, we are uh, talking today about some of the projects that you might be doing and whether you want to do it yourself or uh, whether you want to maybe hire somebody to do it. One of the things that I ran into this weekend that I DIY mm-hmm. and, and that I'm YouTubing this fix, <laughs> okay? I heard that you guys got into a lot of trouble last week because you kept talking about appliances and people kept calling about that. However... We did a little YouTubing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the little... Okay, I have a side-by-side refrigerator... All right, uh, uh, that you close in the 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 freezer is on the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you close the side by side top. Well, there's this little flap yes. in the middle that makes everything work right and makes the side by side work right. Well, the little flap is broken on our refrigerator in the house, so I did DIY this thing. I went online. I I found a YouTube uh, video with the exact same model as my refrigerator and how to fix that exact problem. So what I was able to do is order a part, which should be in today, which costs $4 and 19 cents. It's just a little spring. So um, I'm going to be DIYing that today. I'll put some results online and let you guys see what I did uh, because some of these things that can cost $150 to $200 to fix, you might be able to do it just from a YouTube video and ordering the parts online if you've got a little bit of tools. So anyway, let you know a little bit more of that coming up later in the hour. David is on the line in Horn Lake. He's been waiting. What kind of project are you working on today, David? Well, I got a booger bear. Okay, a booger bear. This is going to be tough. I've had one of those before. Right. Well, I mean, uh, I have... Uh, I, I got this house, this, uh-huh. the original hot water heater in it, and it failed. It's up in the attic, mm. unheated attic. So I got the bright idea that I'd replace it myself. So I replaced the hot water heater, uh-huh. and uh, let me get my reading glasses on. No problem. Right. So I went to my local home improvement store mm-hmm. and uh, asked their suggestion. They said, we got some new stuff that comes out here that uh, <clears throat> you ain't got to do all this heating and soldering and all this kind of stuff. Mm. So they sold me. Let me get the thing out right. I'm going to do the hickey there. Hang on, you got, hang on just a second, David. Uh, you guys want to take a bet on what he's been told? Water heat connector, three-quarter FIP, 18-inch. It's made by a company called Watts. And then it's got a little stick on there, and it tells you that you inspect it every six months. This product must be inspected. Anyway, it's, it's stainless steel braided hose. Uh-huh. So I put it up. I installed it. I got two of them. All right, I installed it and um, insulated the water lines. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happened? It failed. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. went home. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It, it caused uh, the oak floors, they buckled. I mean, oh. it leaked. I was gone for, uh, I had an illness in the family. I was gone for several days, and it leaked. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my question to you, uh, is this a defective product should be sold at all? Because 
It failed less than a year. Have have they uh, have you had the inspector come by and look at all this? Well, I've called my the homeowners. They're supposed to be coming out, right? And and I can tell well, you that the the and you know I know Jeff knows this backwards and forwards, but I can say what I experienced in my home when I had an issue was that. Our insurance company was all too quick to look for a, default, a defective right. product. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, that's my I, I, I'm used to copper. And, right. You know, they got they. You know, this is stainless steel braided flex hose, and I, you know, I thought it'd be okay. Well, David, the, your your insurance company is going to subrogate if they can. So and what that means is. Um, they're 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 going to sue someone if they can to get their money back. Bottom line, right? And um, if you tell them that you used a product that was recommended to you, they will. I am certain at least investigate that. Oh, absolutely, sure. Yeah, they they will they'll check their database. How many of these failures have we had? Is it a product failure? Was it a installation failure? Right. Uh, since you did your own plumbing, which is perfectly okay. Still covered. It didn't leak at the joints. No, I understand. I understand that. Um, and, I, and like I said, I insulated the water lines, and it didn't fail in the wintertime. I could sure. see maybe if it, you know, it got so cold that maybe, you know. Right. But uh, And it didn't fail right away. Uh, well, my question to you is, since it's an uneated uh, uh, attic, should this product not be used in a situation like that? Because this, I mean. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I tell you what, David. In That's my opinion, any, in any product that right. failed on you once, yeah, you might, don't use them. Might want to move that. Well, no, yeah. I'm not going to use it again. But I'm just, I'm just, uh, like I said, I've, I, I, you know, out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? It's up right. in the attic, and I'm as long as, they, as long as you turn the, the water on and you get hot water, sure. Who's going to climb in? I'm, no. I'm looking to disclaimer the because it's a relatively new part, and, and it tells you on there to to inspect it every six months. That's strange. Oh, that's that's insulation, and and every six months thereafter. Right. You should set it and forget Oof. it. If you're going to put it in the attic, you need a lifetime product. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, all I look. That's in the fine print. Who reads the fine print? That's true. <laughs> it's a big box, man. So. Uh, but, I mean, uh, I was looking at something that was eased and stuff. It's just got screw-on connectors. Right. And uh, Was it cost-efficient? Big pardon? Was it affordable or an expensive product? Or? No, it wasn't. No, we're not expensive. I mean, you know, I'm just, you know, but, I mean, what's expensive is when it failed and caused yeah. all the right. yeah. and, and the uh, all the water damage. Yeah, yeah, man. I hate to hear that, David. Um, I know that. I know that that's uh, rough, and we we feel for you. But do definitely get in touch with your uh, insurance and uh, that inspector. When that inspector from the insurance, the adjuster comes, they're going to have a lot. They're going to want to sit down and hear your story about that. So, good luck with that. I don't use plastic lines. Plastic right. at all. They, those little pop off. You know, a lot of people can use those. That's what flooded my house, is a little plastic pop-off line. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to talk uh, to someone who sent us an email here. Coming back in just a moment, we'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what projects are you working on at your house? And do you know if you'll be able to get that taken care of, or do you need to call a pro? Call in with your questions, comments, or tell us just what you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. 
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're helping you choose the right option for your home improvement. What do you need to complete your project? A contractor? A repair person? Or DIY? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got an email there, and uh, let's see, it's from Sally, and she wants to make, or at least fix, now build. Okay, here we go. What is the best and lightest weight wood to build simple board shutters? Uh, And I looked at that, I thought a lot about that, but if you get the lattice-type wood, that is made of pine. It is gonna. It is gonna warp, and because the slats, the the little one inch slats that are real thin, that would work well for that. Uh, the wood's not strong enough. Maybe poplar, cedar, cedar, yeah. cedar. Yeah, That's yeah cedar's the way to go. Cypress, cedar's gonna be a little hard to find, but but cypress is gonna be your go to wood for outside. Okay, okay, for for shutters. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we we build all of our exterior shutters with cypress. There you go. All right, that's a Sally. There you go. Thanks for listening. If you want to get your question in, you can call it 877-MPB-RING. You can always, obviously, send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's go to uh, Frank in Madison. Oh, oh, having some troubles with his garage door opener. What's going on, Frank? Uh, when the uh, door goes down, it makes a clacking noise like it's a gear or something up in the box and i remember listening to one of your previous shows you said that if you know i didn't install it i won't work on it well that's crazy mine's been installed about 15 years and i need somebody that'll work on it even if it means replacing it <laughs> right and, and, and yeah yeah our, our, we've got a guy that comes in and does uh the garage doors but I can tell you the reason why, uh, Frank, the reason why someone might say that is because the danger in removing those springs is real life-threatening danger. And if improperly installed, can truly hurt someone. So that's probably why you might have heard that. However, I'm sure any garage door uh, person would be glad to come sure. out and uh, inspect, repair, or replace mm-hmm. yeah. uh, what you've got going on. I heard somebody there in the background say they they had somebody that fixed it. Is that houseworks? And we we can, uh, Frank, just give us a call. We'll be happy to look at it. Okay. What's okay. going on today? <laughs> My guys are advertising commercials today. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So appreciate yeah. it, Frank. But yeah, you can call anyone in the uh, in on, on Google or their phone book, whatever you use to find. <laughs> Uh, a garage door person. We got a previous show about that. Um, we do. You can find it online if you go and get the podcast. Ooh, <laughs> how about that? That was a good segue right there. Number calls eight seven seven MPB ring, and uh, a lot going on this morning. One of the things that we I wanted to talk about that stats and this is Java. This is just great stuff. Stats on young people not being DIY ready, folks. When I'm in. Uh, my carport working on things 
and either of my daughters come out and want to help, always let them help if you can. You know, give them something safe to yes. do, but let them help. Let them learn. Just Here we go. around is learning. 10% of young adults, remember the words I'm saying, 10% of young adults don't change their own light bulbs. Wow. Light bulbs, folks. Tires. Wow. Okay. Now, uh, 75% have never changed a fuse and don't know how to turn their water supply off. Folks, if you it? buy a home, find where the water is turned yes, off. Please. And, and if nothing else, at least ask somebody, hey, if I've got a flood going on, how do I turn this yeah. off? Mo- most, breakers. Most, yeah, new, breakers. Yeah, most new houses today, we're putting the water cut off in... In in one of the closets in in the house, right. So at least know where it's at. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important, right? Um, and and that that's an amazing statistic, though. It is, and and wow. it's very it's scary. <laughs> and it, well, it's great for a guy that does uh, fire and water work there, uh, Jeff. True. But however, true. However, if you don't want to lose your home, try to find where. Uh, and as Dell mentioned, where's the box? Well, where's, where's the electrical box, and where's the water? Cut you off? know, the the caller before David from mm-hmm. from Horn Lake. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not a bad idea, listeners, to cut your water off if you're going to be out of town for an extended amount of time. That's a really thing. good point. Turn the water off. Um, That's I, a good point. So if I take a week long vacation, no, turn yes. the water off. Turn the water off. Wow. It's a I mean, uh, listen, Why did that I, never occur to I, me? I cannot tell you the houses that we have repaired. Uh-huh. Uh, families on vacation. Uh-huh. They come back and water running out the front door. Oh, it's man. a real deal. Wow. Just just turn the water off. Turn the water off before you go on vacation. Why Why has this not been a mantra on our show exactly. starting today? Right. Okay. right. All right. So there we go. All right, let's keep on moving. Kathleen is on the line in Osaka, and she was got a comment about wacky shutters. Yes, this it, is right up your alley, Jason. Okay, okay. Oh, great. When it's messed up, it's Jason's thing. <laughs> no, it's quite cute, and it's rustic looking. She can spend her money on the wood on the frame. Uh huh. And if you make a, a duplicate frame, but like flat on the back side, uh-huh. now what you're going to put in it, believe it or not, is twigs. Mm. Twigs? You go, yeah, you get twigs, and as long as you got a miter box, you're good. Cut them all in the angle, start at the little corner, work your way up across it to the end corner, and you put it in like a frame. You mm. can distress it with any kind of leftover paint you like, uh, grays, blues, whites, greens, whatever. Uh-huh. Or you want to get fancy for the holidays, put white, gold, silver, black. Now, it looks good. It's almost free. All you have to do is... Build the frame out of mm-hmm. sturdy wood, right? And you put the twigs in there. You can leave the uh, bark or light skin or whatever you call that on, mm-hmm. or you can take it off if you're industrious, right? But you can also use that for screens for your patio on a larger scale or a decorative little dollhouse to hide behind, and they're free. Wow! Hook you up with a lawn service, and they'll give you a bunch of twigs. That's a great idea, Kathleen. Appreciate it. Enjoy. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Um, wow, that's a good idea. And, and some of the <clears throat> DIY stuff is kind of fun, especially if you get crafty, you know, about yeah. things. Yeah, right. Um, right. As I mentioned, the the baker's rack that I redid this weekend that you can see on the on the Facebook page, MPB's Fix It One Hundred and One. That was kind of a crafty looking thing. And and uh, definitely a rehab sort of project, but fun. 
All right, let's go to uh, Gabe in Ridgeland, and you've got a leak in a mobile home? Yes, yes. Uh, I, I apologize if the uh, call quality is not very good. I'm on the National Trace. Oh, no problem. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an assistant professor at Mississippi College. I'm on my way to work right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I work in the history department, which means I know... Know, everything about Plato and Aristotle and <laughs> and all that stuff right. doesn't matter. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Not much about a screwdriver, though, huh? or a leak. Nothing about <laughs> uh, fixed it or mechanical, which is why I depend on you guys. Okay, all right. Let us let, uh, hit hit us with your best shot. Okay, so I live in a mobile home, and uh, we don't own the home, which I means, of course, that it's the trailer park is responsible for repairs. So I won't, I won't uh, name the trailer park because I don't want to embarrass them. But they have not been, let's say, uh, eager when it comes to uh, you know their responsibilities for repairs. So instead of um, complaining, I thought that I would perhaps fix my problem myself and, and simply send them a bill. Uh-huh. I experienced I have, a, I have a roof leak in the bathroom. Not mm-hmm. a very, very serious roof leak, but it has caused black mold to start appearing on the ceiling. Yikes. So my two-part my two, my two question is, number one, well, I guess it's three-part. Number one, can I get on the roof of this mobile home without, like, you know, falling through it? Yes, number yes. Two, well, number two would be, how do I find where the leak is and then number three, what do I do about the pole? Okay, uh, Dell or Jeff, both of them here work on roofs. So uh, first of all, yes, the roofs are made to, to walk on. That's that's how they actually roofed it in the first place. Right. And second, you're going to have to pinpoint the uh, entry point by uh, looking in and see where it's coming in and get you a marker from outside so you'll know at least where to start in that general area. The good thing is is that you already have an, uh, a... Uh, an advantage because you're gonna have to take down that sheetrock that got mold in it anyway. Yeah, well, you can you can pin or the it from that or way. the luon whatever it is. Yeah, um, Gabe. But I can assure you the leak is is in the vicinity of that bathroom. Right, and uh, once you pull that panel down, that that the panel that's getting the black mold because you need to make that go outside the home from yeah. now on. That's sure. That's not gonna go away. So, but anyway, once you got that, then uh, Dell. You can, likely, you can trace that water once you've got that panel down and see maybe yeah, where it's coming now, from. They are tricky. Sometimes a leak can travel on you. It can be coming as far as, you know, 40 feet away and be traveling. You never know. But once you open it up, and you need to let it um, dry out anyway, and you can get you a good marker and go on top and just get down on your knees and really look with the magnifying glass, you know, look thorough, like it's your vents, your pipes, and look for the smallest pinhole or rust spot or just a penetration from a limb or real tricky stuff there. But you're going to have to look at it real thorough. Right. And if you want to, you could just shellac that whole area with a waterproof product, you know, go by the 10 by 10 square. Uh, from scene to scene, check those seams as well. They'll rip it off. Are you on. talking about like the spray rubber stuff? Um, maybe a like a some, some kind of waterproof coating. Okay. But, yeah. But, but Gabe, the, the, the history... The history is on that roof, I promise you. Yes. And you're going to have yeah. to follow, follow the history. Very nice. <laughs> Take those seams. It, it looks like that. And before yeah, we recommend that, let me go ahead and tell you, uh, Gabe, make sure 
I'll get silver products. Never get on a roof by yourself with no one else around. If you're going to get on a ladder and get on that roof, somebody needs to be on the other end of that ladder. Um, just in case the ladder falls, they can put it back up there. Um, plus, if you're going to get back, if you're going to get up there, Dell was telling us a story this morning uh, oh, about man. being on a roof and being too hot, oh, and yeah. you just if it's a hundred and five heat index outside, that roof is no. absolutely no. blazing. No. Right, do it early in the morning or late in the afternoon, and then at least if someone's with you, they if you fall off, they'll call nine one one right, for right. you. Uh, yeah, yeah. you can knock your ladder down. <laughs> that happened to me. I was on a job and the ladder fell, and the homeowner just couldn't get that forty footer back up by itself. Wow, it's like man, why did I do this? Right, <laughs> I just came out to look, but they oh. scream a number at you so you can call them. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We'll continue. Did I say that right? 7464, yeah. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what projects are you working on at your house? You know what you need to get it complete? A contractor, a repairman, uh, maybe a YouTube video. That's me. And some patience. Yeah, I need more of that. Let us help you figure out what you need to get your project complete. Call in with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on. 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and the state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore for Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today, we're helping you choose the right option for your home improvement. What do you need to complete your project? A contractor, a repairman, or a woman, or DIY. Uh, uh, you can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on and uh, let us give you an evaluation. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Folks, what you got here is two contractors that would cost you money to come to your house and give you opinions. But you got them for free today. 877-MPB-RING. Another thing to think about, if you want to do a DIY project, uh, if you've not done it before, start small. You know, learn to work on the bigger <clears throat> DIY projects by starting small. You know, one of the one of the basics of construction took me forever to master. And, well, and this is going to sound crazy. <laughs> Hitting a, nail, right. hitting a nail with a hammer properly. Yes. Oh, uh, man. Someone, believe it or not, it's best if someone who does that for a living teaches you how to do that. Yep. Because yes. it's unbelievable how badly we do it if untaught. Well, <laughs> how to you hold know, the handle correctly. If you think, right, hold it properly, but the energy coming off of that hammer uh-huh. transfers down to that nail. Right. The more you hit that nail, mm-hmm. the softer the nail gets because it is heating up right through the energy. So, which is why it bends. It's that's why it bends. So hold your hammer properly, just like hitting a baseball. Uh-huh. Focus on your target uh-huh. and hit it as least as you possibly can. Right, and you're not supposed to use your arm. You know, way back, boom, boom. Use your wrist. That's all you need for the hammer. Just the wrist, not the arm. The full arm. Yeah, you're pulling your arm back behind your head and then trying to hit the nail. 
Oh, it's, you uh, it's hard to with measure. Your wrist. Yeah. That's that, just like that. That's all. The wrist. Okay. And and toenailing is even trickier, but you can put the finger on the hammer. Well, we'd have to guide. explain to people what toenailing is. Angle your right. nail a 45 degree. You want to um, angle the nail in downward to right. not bust out or finish nail. Sometimes right. you can hit the tip of it and rub it through your hair, put a little grease on it. <laughs> Those are carpenter tricks. There you go. All right. So uh, let's go to Trisha in Jackson. She has an air conditioning mm. problem. Man, this is the wrong time for that, Trisha. Right. What's going on? Um, Problem is, you you do have a leak. It, it might be in your coil. The reason why it works for a few days and then goes bad is that they're coming out. They're dropping in a whole bunch of freon. It runs out after a few days, right. and then you're back to square one. Yep. Well, oh. one person said that they put some stop leak in it or dye in it to find the leak. Right. But they never came back to. Well, you can put as much dye in there. Yeah, you can put as much dye in there as you want. If no one's looking at it, it doesn't matter. And two, if the the leak is in your A-coil, you know, the the A-coil definitely needs to be replaced. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's that's just like Jason said. You've got a leak, and and the best way to fix it Mm -hmm. is replace it. Yeah, and and I will say, if you're replacing an A-coil, it is. it is actually uh, that a coil is not as expensive as a compressor. It, it can be pricey, but not nearly right. as expensive. So, so it's not as bad. Calling an AC person and saying, "Hey, I think, I think I've got a leak. If you guys could find it, I'll pay you for it." And give me a guarantee on it. Uh, and give me a guarantee on it. There you go. All right. Okay. okay. Appreciate it, Tricia. Is there anyone you recommend? Uh, no, ma'am, not on the air. <laughs> she can, can check that. our podcast. Uh, she can check our podcast. You'll probably find somebody. <laughs> Thanks, Trisha. All right, let's go to uh, Frank and Jackson. Now, Frank has always got some good comments for us, but uh, I, this one looks personal. <laughs> it says on the on the board, for those of you who can't see it, it says, Frank from Jackson has a confession for Jason, which is uh, spooky. So let's go ahead. Frank, what's going on, man? No, I want a confession from. Oh, oh no! <laughs> okay, go for it. Tell the truth, Jason. Are you a better house husband, home improvement guru, getting stuff done and not letting it last forever since you've been on the show? Because your wife appreciates that your being on the show has made you just a better all around person around the house. I, I tell her that every day, Frank. Oh, you tell her. I'm not sure she's convinced yet, but I, I'm trying. She, I, I can't get her to believe it, but I think she likes that I fix stuff. And well, she's buying more tools. To, uh, I look forward to hearing what you've done over the weekend. Yeah, did you? I yeah, I do, too. <laughs> okay, next thing, do not fall in love with the big box store. Right. If you need a plumbing product or electrical product, there are many fine electrical <clears throat> plumbing supply houses in Jackson, mm-hmm. and the guys behind the counter are knowledgeable, and they're just not selling you what's in that little cardboard box out there on the, on the they can keep you out of all kinds of trouble 
Well, Frank, you, you're you're speaking the truth, but it's not Jackson. It's not just Jackson. That is all over yes. the country. If you speak to a specialist as opposed to some guy who is hired to work in the plumbing department, uh, you may find that there is more knowledge there that can help you save either knuckle skin, um, a lot of time, or a lot of money. You know? yeah, yeah. So, I enjoy you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Frank. So um, one of the things we talked about in um, DIYing a project, start small, then work to a bigger DIY project. Learn, learn how to do a small thing. Uh, this weekend, I, I, I tried to train someone, teach someone how to put in a, uh, just a, a small, simple light fixture. And it was as simple as black wire to black wire, white wire to white wire, screw these screws in, and there you go, after you turn the power back on. So... Um, that, that's what that's what's important is do the small jobs first. Once you learn that, you'll get a little more bold. Yeah. If you if you uh, uh, you've been here for a while, uh, Jeff and Dell, you'll notice. Uh, you know Ezra Wall, one of our news people here. Uh, he has been listening to the show and he posted on MPB's Fix It One Hundred and One a repair that he did, a plumbing repair that he did by himself that he would have never attempted before this show. So very right, proud. Right. So we could call on us if he needed us. Right, right. Yeah, and you know there there's there's a there's a confidence level. Um if I think I can do it, I can do it. Right. If I think I cannot do it, I probably cannot. Cannot do it. <laughs> right. So yeah, start start small. Um you know, I think a great do it yourself project is mm-hmm. snap lock flooring. Snap lock flooring. Yeah, I, you know, like a floating floor. Mm-hmm. See, I want to go back a little more basic than that. I want to start at a craft to I got teach you. some people. Okay, so the, what some I want skills. to do. Yeah, so you can, you can the tools along the way, too. Right. See, here's something you can do. You can go online, or you can even go to uh, your local hardware store or whatever, and you can buy what you need to make something like a little birdhouse. Gotcha. Okay? This is where you start. It's just a few nails, mm-hmm. and it, you know, and you can make something that's really fun to enjoy. You can paint it, do whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, after you've done that, you realize, wait a minute, I've created something myself, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it wasn't that difficult. You'll move to a better project, a bigger yeah. project, yeah. and you'll find I that... I remember that first toolbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make uh, a toolbox. That's yeah. right. That's um, right. I remember those. Yeah, you see, you got that one dowel that goes in the yep. middle there, you know, so... But it is figure out a project that you can make, and it, you you have no idea what kind of fire it might light inside of you to figure out more stuff. Then you can knock a wall down, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get the sledgehammer. One of those tips. Oh, by the way, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Got a couple of contractors here that you couldn't buy for free outside of this room. So uh, go ahead and give us a call. Prioritize your materials. This is a really big thing that I'm going to say here. Don't skimp on the items that will have heavy use. Let me say that again. Don't go cheap on the items that are heavy use. And what I mean by that is uh, Jeff just mentioned flooring. Flooring is the most used product in your home, bar none. Okay? That's a bad place to go skimpy is on right. your flooring. Yeah, don't, don't buy the wrong meal thickness either. That'll be it'll eat you alive. It, it, the, the little, oh, it's just terrible. Yeah, you, you know? can buy really cheap products and flooring, and, and unless you're planning on flipping that house and having no morals, uh, it's not going to last. 
Yeah, it's, it's, that's terrible. If you get the wrong meal thickness and just say your wife wears heels or you got a lot of traffic, man, mm. those floors will just pop loose on you. And, and right. it's just like cardboard instead of real uh, material. Right. Another great tip here, um, and this is so true, folks. There, nothing takes the place of having the right tools for a job. Oh, yes. And you can, and not all jobs are things that you want to buy a tool for and know you're never going to use it again. You can rent these tools a lot of times if there's a tool. Yeah. Uh, but let me say this before you do that. Before you go to uh, your local hardware store and rent anything that cuts anything, you should know how to use that. Yeah. Um, should, yeah. Don't yeah. rent dangerous stuff that you don't know how to use. So. Good point. Yeah. You could lose a finger or a leg. You could lose a digit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily. Easily. All right. Uh, we're going to go to Ann and Clinton. She's got a comment about today's show. What's going on, Ann? Y'all were talking about how to learn how to use screwdrivers and hammers and things. Yes, ma'am. I was a scout mother for 21 years, and we took all those boys through every bit of that. Of course, they got a, a, a badge to right. that they had learned how to use a hammer. <laughs> well, it is, it's so important because, you know, it, someone cannot always be there, always. And, and, and it's really important that everyone uh, kind of at least know how to use some basic tools to get them some things done. Uh, because it's, it's not necessary to pay these two fellas to come out of every little tiny thing and get hit with 75 bucks just for the smile. Well, it was interesting when the kids would go home and tell the daddy how to use a hammer. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for doing that. Appreciate it. Well, and what we were saying, that it it is impressive because it took me forever to figure it out. Uh, Using a hammer. And, and too, it's it's important. Sorry to interrupt. it's, It's important to buy a good hammer. Yes. Oh, yes. Just because it's a hammer doesn't make it a good one. No. Get you a good east wing. Get you a good hammer. Yes. And I will say that if you get the wrong hammer and use it improperly, the hammer will actually fail on you. Yes, it'll fall apart. It's not balanced correctly. Right. Uh, Like Jeff said, the east wing is balanced, and, and you'll notice the difference. Right. From using your arm and your wrist. Right. All right. Barbara is uh, in Meridian, and she has a dirty word that she's going to talk to us about. What's going on, Barbara? Well, you may have covered this already. I just turned on the program and caught the end of a mildew on paneling. Uh-huh. And what I've got is I've got my den is a pitched roof. It's about uh, vaulted square, 50-foot square. And I painted the den. It was dark, dark wood paneling my dad had in it. And uh, I've painted it a light color. And all of a sudden, after I painted it, this mildew is showing up all around the top edge under the wood beams. The wood beams up top are still are exposed. Mm. Now, are you so talking about in the top of the vault? Is this a vaulted I ceiling? In the, in the top of the paneling, where the paneling meets the roof. Okay. Eight-foot ceiling. It's, not, it's that natural wood up across the top. Mm-hmm. And a giant beam, like a you know 12-foot beam. Right. Off the end, you know, the top holding the right, okay, okay, the wood up, the four by fours or whatever they are. What, uh, does this home did you recently change your roof on it? No, it's been a long time, and okay. That's what I'm worried. Do I you should call a roofer? I was going to ask yes. if she had a ridge vent. Yeah. Something's going on. I mean, the, the mildew yeah. does not grow without a food source, right? 
So Not like an undetected leak. You no, know, there's 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 water, there's moisture, there's ventilation. Something is going on. And another thing to think about, um, Barbara, is uh, is is this a house that you live in? Yeah. And is I do this, worry about the mildew. Now it's happened before, and I cleaned it off with bleach and water. Right. Well, let me. It's, since it's this been two years ago, and now it's coming back. Since it's coming back, one of the things I want to ask about is actually your air conditioning, right? Um, because it may not be a leak; it may be that your air conditioning is so inefficient that it's right. not getting the humidity out of the air in the room. That's very possible. That could be true. I've got two vents in this room, and I keep the ceiling. Someone told me keep the ceiling fan running. Right. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many uh, vents you have. It's it's the horsepower behind those. So, um, and and that has to be that is an equation that has to be done correctly. If right. you have too much, if someone puts a too powerful air conditioning in a smaller space, what happens is because it's so efficient, it doesn't actually work. It's not on a lot. You follow me? Because it's working. Yeah. So it's not on a lot. Well, if an air conditioning is not is not on, it's yeah. not taking the humidity out of the air. So yeah. you want you you need an air conditioning that has to try a little bit. Well, the rest of the house is okay. Ah, you may There's have nothing, no problem with the rest of the house. It's just one room that has no attic or so maybe. I, I think Barbara, I really and truly think you have a ventilation problem. It is what it sounds like. It really does. So, right. right. Someone told me I should get all that checked too. Yeah, I, I would. It's it's not going to fix itself. It's not going to go away. Right. So get it okay. get it checked. Okay. Sometimes those um, the green algae growing on the roof and uh-huh. the um, the stains and stuff is right. kind of a sign, <clears throat> you know, that it's time yeah. to uh, consider that roof as well. Right. You know, okay. have them all checked. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, Barbara. Sorry, that that's actually one of those things that could be a couple of things. It could, it, you know, yes, yes, it very well could. You could be. have some soft spots from right, undetected yeah. leaking, or those especially are, if it's under a tree. Yeah. All right, let's go uh, check on James in Louisiana, who might have an emergency. Uh, it's kind of spooky when someone says, "I have water under the house." What's going on, James? Well, what it is, water gets under the house, and at one time we thought we had put enough dirt under there. So the water couldn't get under there, but it comes under there. And I think what it do when it comes off of the top of the house, it drains down and then go under the house. Right. Okay. So I thought if we get this insulation that has aluminum and has plastic on one side and put it under there, that will stop that water from getting up to the floor. We replace the floor. James, mm-hmm. James, your issue is moving that water away from the home. Right. Okay. Yeah, you've got you've got to do a drainage system of sorts, whether that be a French drain or just my gosh, the gutters. sounds like a yeah a gully. A and, yeah. and too, James, um, put Visqueen under that house um, oh, because okay. you you may not be able to divert every bit of that water, but you do not want just raw dirt there put some visqueen down but that water needs to flow it needs to get away from that foundation as quickly as possible okay well i understand that i will tell you this one time we had a leak the house is better than it's about 101 years old but one time we had a leak and i was under there and it's 
it's closed some of it, and I was fixing it. So I told my wife, I said, go out to turn the water off. If you hear me holler, turn that water off. <laughs> went out there, and I thought it was fixed, and she turned it, she turned it on, and it wasn't fixed, and I was hollering, turn it off. And she turned it off. So I said, okay, we're going to do it again. So I thought I had it fixed. She went out. She turned the water back on, and I was hollering and bumping my head. I said, turn it off, turn it off. So when she came back, I said, well, why you didn't turn it off? You heard me say turn it off. And I looked at her, and she, I said, oh, you're getting back at me. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been married over 55 years, so I understand hey, James, as soon as you started saying that, I think every guy in this room started playing that sitcom in their head because right. we've all been there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Have a great day and hope we helped out. Uh, uh, Real quick, are we going to... uh, All right, let's keep moving. Jerry is on the line in uh, Newton. And, man, this Mildo thing really scares people. You with us, Jerry? Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, The latest problem with the Mildo at the top of the paneling, what I've seen in my experience, I'm a repair and remodeling contractor, Uh is that when when the insulation was installed, it was not stapled or not stapled enough. And it uh-huh. slides naturally over time, or you can have mice pull it down mm-hmm. or weigh it down. Huh. And that would give you no insulation at the top of that wall, so you've got a temperature difference that can lead to mildew. It makes wow. perfectly good sense. Yeah. That is Another nuts. Thing, on, the, on the roof leak, you know, water's always going to seek the lowest level. Right. So um, you can, like, uh, like, I forget his name, was mm. saying that the water can that the water can be coming in somewhere else, but your leak doesn't show up to 20 feet away. Yeah, that's Dell. Uh, first of all, you want to look at the roof and see if there's anything up there that looks suspicious, and roof penetrations are always suspect. Right. All right. And also, everybody's got dirt in their attic. And when that water leaks, it's going to make a stain on the on the rafters or the mm-hmm. joists. And when it, if it runs down and hits a horizontal member like a brace or a mount for an attic light or something mm-hmm. like that, that's where it's going to drift. But it's going to leave a dirt stain or a wood stain uh, all the way down until it gets to the point. It's going to be running on the bottom of that rafter or joist right. uh, until it hits something horizontal, and then that's where it'll drift. Right. Exactly. Wow. Man, that's fantastic. I appreciate it, Jerry, and our listeners do, too, because uh, any amount of knowledge we can get here is what we want. All right, let's move on to uh, Shelby is in Ridgeland, and she's got a question about toilets. Are you with us, Shelby? Yes, sir. So what's going on? I tried to put in a toilet, which I was almost successful. It doesn't leak anything, but I can't get it to... to, uh, it wobbles when you sit on it. Yeah, oh, no. it does. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what, Dell? I'm going to let you run with this. I know what it is. You go ahead. Well, like you said, it's improperly installed. He's going to have to take that up and um, get those bolts lined up and locked in or new flint. Yeah, I, th- I think you're going to have to look at your flange, Shelby, yeah. and see how high off the ground this flange is. Mm-hmm. That's typically the issue. Is it the right one? Because they have different um, adapters. Yeah. Your yeah. flange shouldn't be any more than a quarter inch above, say, the tile or surface. Can and you have a three uh, inch or four Shelby, inch? did you replace the wax ring? Yeah. Yes. I'm you did. I bought the whole kit. Okay. 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 If it get damaged in installing, you need another one. The wax ring the, is the, just a talking ring about the wax, wax ring. Yes, it's good thing is wax rings about a buck nineteen. That's, That's right. You know. 
But the correct bolts and flange should take care of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shelby, if you're getting a wobble, once you put the toilet down, what's going on is that flange is too high up. Mm -hmm. And if it's too high up, uh, only one of two things can help that. The building of floor, which is dumb, or... The uh, the cutting off of that flange and replacing. Now they they for minor minor um, rocking they they do make a a um, shim. Yeah, you can yeah. put a shim under it. But uh, I'm going to recommend you take it apart again. Mm-hmm. Get you a new wax ring. Mm-hmm. Double up the wax ring if you have to. Yeah, and uh, try try to try to reset it again. Yeah, they do. Uh, and what he's you talking about with the shims down a little bit. What he's talking about with the shims, uh, they look like really skinny door stops, uh, and you can get them in plastic or wood mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, and you just slide them up under there on the side that needs to be held up, uh, like putting a matchbook under a leg of a table. Basically, yeah. what you're doing. If you got a wiggler, you know, I don't know. yeah. It's and when you tight. and when one is installing a toilet, as silly as it sounds, the biggest person in the room needs to sit yeah. on it. Well, and and Shelby did did the one you. Replace? Did it? Did it wobble? No. Okay. Yeah. Just pull it up again and try it again. That's all it is. Yeah. If the previous one didn't wobble, then obviously that flange is not too high. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You may need to take um, a two before something to kind of get that um, flinch on down. Smell. Hey, look, you you said this was the first time you did it, so every time you do it, you will get better. Right. Congrats. Right, I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Turn right, the water right. off now. Make appreciate sure you turn the water off. And that, yeah, turn the water off. And uh, appreciate it. And Shelby, you know what, man? That is, that is, uh, that's a great project to start with because there's not too many moving parts. True. Um, and uh, yes, you can goof it up, but not that bad. No. Yeah. You can always cheat a little bit if you wanted to, you know, but it's not, you know, some rings, I mean, some washers and a, a long screw deck mate and just pull it down, snuck, but, right. you know, and the little shimmies, like you said, but that, that could get. Come back on you if you crack your toilet or something. One, I was about to say, correctly. one thing you want to be careful with, if you're ever, if you're new at doing that, installing a toilet, plumbing never goes on too tight. Right. Never yes. make plumbing, uh, plumbing tight. Uh, if it's if if you screw it down too far, in the case of a toilet, typically oh. it'll just crack, yeah, break right. in half. Bust the, yeah. bust the uh, flange on the, on the toilet. Right. Or the or, or tank. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Or, you know what, you can actually make your pipes leak if you tighten them too much. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds crazy, but it all has to do with those threads on the pipe. And if you tighten it too much, you're actually off thread, and, and it'll leak. And if you change that floor, you know, that could make some difference in there. So you have to just have the right height. Right. Whew. All right. So that happened. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Michelle McAdoo. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.